Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt and... This is Amanda. We're here to give you a review of the new movie, Men in Black International. Yeah, so Men in Black. It wasn't good. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It was pretty bad. It was real bad. So, yeah. (laughs) Where do we start? (laughs) Where do we start with this one? It's a tough one to pin down because it's just all around just hot, hot, hot garbage. (laughs) Yeah, you take pretty much any area. I mean, costuming was okay, I guess. (laughs) Sure, because you just have black suits. Yep, that wasn't tough. I do think the cast members... Like, this is a star-studded cast. We've right, got right. Chris Hemsworth, we got Tessa Thompson, we got Emma Thompson, we've got, oh, Liam Neeson. we got all sorts of huge cast members in this movie, and I think they all do their best to make the movie happen. I didn't feel like they phoned it in, necessarily. Yeah, good performances. They, they were fine. I mean, good performances, given the material that they had yes. to work with. Yes. For me, the plot of this movie, let's just start there, was utter nonsense it i i turned to ag who is also that's my nickname yeah exactly but i turned to you at one point and i asked what are the characters even trying to do right now what do they want (laughs) that's not a question you're supposed to ask you're not ever supposed to wonder that in case you're wondering from a writing standpoint you should never have to ask what the characters want you might want to ask like Ooh, what does this character really want? Yeah, like ulterior motives, but... Yes. But you should never have to like sit there and be like, seriously, though, what are they trying to do? <laughs> Which is, that was what was happening. That was most of the time. <laughs> it, it was not fun. Yeah. Uh, the plot, I mean, for me, I guess I'm a little kinder to it. I thought there were interesting bits and pieces, um, but, but without spoilers, I mean, it's kind of hard to say exactly what it was that I thought was interesting, but it was really just not even the bones of the plot were sufficient to me to make a good story. They they needed to do some more work there to make mm, it. More like a slug. It was a slug. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's it felt like a lifeless corpse. So it's reminiscent of what was once a vibrant life back in the 90s. <laughs> but it's rotted. But it's now just rotted and stiff and cold. <laughs> and a little bit as stinky. <laughs> that's a good... That's a good um, it is. It's like it's like reminiscent of something that once lived. Like if you've ever... And not to take this too morbid, but if you've ever been around like a, a corpse of some kind... This is like, really relatable there's, <laughs> analogy. There's just no life there anymore, right? It's not the it's not the person you once knew. They're not there. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Men in Black. I mean, yeah. as we know it from like, the '90s. Men in Black in the '90s was it's like a classic '90s action movie. Will yeah. Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, great pairing, lots of good energy, pretty interesting plot, I guess. At yeah. least from what I remember when I was young. Yeah, and with this one, you can see some like emergings of sort of cute way to introduce a woman into the mix and have it maybe, you know, potentially be something worth watching, but it just didn't, it didn't get there for me, you know? No, I mean, Emma Thompson and Tessa Thompson are both great. Yeah. They're really great actors, but I just think that there, there wasn't anything to work with. What I feel like with this star studded cast is they just took like bits of filet mignon, which is, I guess more of an ex- expensive cut of steak. They battered it up, 
they put it on a stick and they deep fried it to make the most expensive nasty corn dog of all time. So, Your analogy. There's a food analogy for you. So oh, I, I'm, good. you know, I, I think I managed to laugh one and a half times at the humor in this movie. They were trying to be humorous throughout the whole thing, and I managed to squeak out one and a half laughs. Yeah, you were a little more open to the laughter. Yeah, I got like four jokes that I thought were pretty decent. <laughs> four jokes no, out of yeah. like two hours there of were movie. Two hours of oh, so many jokes. Oh, and by the way, when you think the movie's ending, it's not. There's still another like thirty minutes to go. No? I didn't notice that. Oh. That, well, that wasn't on my end. I, I figured, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you kind of feel like, oh, me. that's anticlimactic. But then at the same time, you're like, why is this movie still happening? Why is it still going? <laughs> why is I mean, it still yeah, happening? for me, I was like, I'm ready to leave. But, you know, you know, it hasn't been like the the fight at the end, like the the yeah, climax. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Even it's though still coming. The problem, though, but, is I was like, maybe we did just see the fight. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Because <laughs> it is that kind of movie where it's like, well, maybe it's, that it's was it. It's bad enough that maybe you thought that was the uh, the climax. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was not good. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're hoping for Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones type of energy, you're hoping for the original Men in Black. No. The problems, like the specific problems with the plot without spoilers is just that it's, you know, the character development, they they make these leaps and bounds without really any reason behind those leaps and bounds. And also just everything happened really conveniently in order to get the plot moving mm. um, because the girl had to go from point A to point X in order for them to be able to face the, the problem at the end of the day. And it it was a lot of convenient stuff that happened yeah. in order to get her to that point. So. And, not, and yeah, not to give away spoilers, but just to say like, her recruitment into the Men in Black agency was very convenient. And then the way she ends up working with Chris Hemsworth's character is also very convenient. Yeah. Won't tell you how it all happens, but it's like she goes up to bat and she swings and kind of misses, but she gets it on the third, you know, like in the same try. You yeah, know what I'm she saying? She never like, strikes out or anything. Like, she just, she's just pretty much. Normally with the character. Time. It would be, it's much more interesting to see them fail and then figure out how to do it, you know, mm-hmm. figure out how to come back from that situation. Yeah. And it's understandable that they only had two hours to make the movie, but that's the problem is when you try to cram too much into no, two hours, you, make you a, have to make too many sacrifices. And exactly. It just sucks, so. what, what they needed to do, I think, and I, when I do reviews, sometimes I like to try to offer solutions to these movies, but I think they took it too fast for the the Tessa Thompson character. And she, I would say, is the main character of the movie. Right. I just feel like suddenly she knew what was happening. Suddenly she was like trained up. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. Less. She like, was using those guns. She like was a pro. she was never really the rookie, you know? And I feel like this should have been more of a story about a rookie who has like high ambition, but kind of is a little faily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a good story. It's an old story, but it's a good one. You know, it's it's much better than just this fake, unbelievable. Suddenly she's perfect at everything. Yeah. Story. It's you know? a little like it's it's really dull. You don't want to see that. No, because we don't believe it because we know that average humans don't end up doing that. Right. So we are we automatically kind of check out Yeah, and we don't relate. We don't relate. Exactly. Yeah. So. so I think that's that would be a good fix is if you just focus more on the story of her being a rookie and coming up against these strange situations more rather than having like a big overall alien plot 
have the plot revolve around her and her ambition to become a woman in black, if you will. And then, I mean, you you can have a bigger plot, but it needs to be really focused around her journey and coming from rookie to someone that the agency will trust. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, last thoughts, any final summaries? Uh, About the plot or about all of it? Any of it. I just, um, the CGI was really tough sometimes. (laughs) Like, actually, there were some parts that I didn't mind and that I thought were decent. I thought the alien at the end was okay. But, um, spoiler, there's an alien at the end that you didn't see. <laughs> yeah, that if you don't know there's aliens in this movie, then <laughs> you don't know what this movie yeah. is. But a lot of it just looked straight out of Illumination Studios. It was just. Yeah, there was one. That's not what belongs in a Men in Black movie. No, it's nothing against Illumination Studios, but they, they just don't mix. It's They're not, not the same to... thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it feels like, I don't know, what's a movie where, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where they really mix. <laughs> Like live action with a actual cartoon or Space Jam or something like that. Yeah, and you know that's what they're supposed to be doing, and that's fine. But, but this was. But mm-hmm. they're striving for a live action look, but it really, like you said, looks like something out of maybe maybe DreamWorks. I don't know. Yeah, the problem with that is just that it knocks you out of the movie, and you think this is not believable. Yeah. And there's one character in it. particular that really looks. Just cartoony. Yeah, and it very much so. really feels like he doesn't belong in this movie at all. And he becomes a pretty main character, so... Yeah. Yeah. Kind of surprisingly. I mean, he's a likable one, I guess, but yeah, just that, that cartoony factor. He doesn't look like an alien. He just looks like they got... An, I don't know. I <laughs> just drew him up and sketched him yeah. out. And... He's computer generated and it looks bad. Yeah. That... Yep. So that's uh that's Ben in Black International for you. Yep. Uh what grade would you give it? Uh, uh I don't know. It's hard to say because well okay, it's not that hard to say because I mean A is out and B is out and C is out, but and D plus is out. <laughs> so it's not that hard <laughs> so actually. So it's between like an F, D minus and a D. Yeah. Uh I don't know, D's out actually. Um hmm, so you're bordering <laughs> so you're wondering if you should just straight up fail it. Or, or give D it a D minus. Yeah. Give it some um, because, credit for something. Yeah. I want to give it credit for the, the, you know, the costuming and like those kinds of things that you don't really think about, but that do add to a movie. And when they're not there, you notice it. It's a problem. And it did have some of that stuff. And the, the acting was great given the material they had to work with. And also there were, you know, four times that were, I thought, really decent jokes. <laughs> so, I mean, they get credit for that, but still... I don't know that that brings it up to 60% for me. That's maybe like 50. So I'm, I'd am i probably give it an F. Yeah. And I where I'm coming from, I think I'm right there with you. I it It's a failure of a movie. It is bad. Like, it's not redeemable. There's nothing about it that's good. It's not the cast member's fault. I'm not blaming them at all. This is the studio letting a script like this get written. Yeah. Like, honestly, you and I could sit down... We could write a better script. How are people getting hired in Hollywood and getting away with this nonsense? This feels like not even a first draft, a half draft. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, why didn't they rewrite this thing a couple of times? Yeah. And how many people did it have to go through that read it and said, yeah, oh, this is great. Yeah, Do it. Like the studio signed off. They gave it the green light. But that's, I mean, that's just a piece of a bigger problem that I've seen in media is where, you know, they're just kind of phoning it in a lot and people take it and 
It's just, I've said several times in like other platforms on Facebook and stuff that media has just become a fast food industry where it's all just cheaply made and easily accessed and everybody just goes for it. So Hmm. we're not expecting the, the deep stuff as much anymore, I guess. And I don't know. It's easy, you know, I get it because we want to escape from life and stuff, but I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, it wasn't good. It was not. That's the, that's I, the end of the day. So I, I'm straight up giving it an F as well. And I do feel kind of obligated a little bit because I, I was really hard on Aladdin when I gave that review and I stick to it. I still think it deserves the grade that I gave it. But that being said, it was a far better movie than this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was way more entertaining and, and, and a lot better in a lot of ways. The The reason I was so hard on Aladdin is because it should have been better and it, and it, it knew better, yeah. you know. This <laughs> it needs movie, to be held to a higher standard. It needs to be held to a higher standard. This is more like a, I mean, this is just a failure of a movie altogether. But that one need, yeah. I think if you're gonna redo an animated classic, you've got to freaking make a good movie. <laughs> and they did like okay, but okay to me was not good enough, and so it really made me kind of upset. <laughs> so I gave it in the D range. I can't remember. Exa- I think a D plus. Yeah. Something like that. And but. my thoughts were a little more... La- I tend to just, I guess, um, be a little, uh, not kinder, but a little less critical. Harsh, I guess. Harsh, yeah, yeah. about movies. But um, I usually almost always agree with the points that you make. Uh, I probably, I think I ended up giving Aladdin. I'm not really a reviewer, but I you know, gave Aladdin something in the C, like a C plus or a C. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that, it, I mean, that's one of those movies where critics really thought it was bad. Audiences loved it. Yeah. Like there's like a 90% approval rating for audiences just in general, whereas critics that and, and here's the thing is critics are people that love cinema, right? Yeah. Just in general, like they love the art form. Yeah. And so when they see something like this, they're, they have more of a tendency to be hard on it. Whereas a general audience, like film is just pure entertainment for them. Right. And so and, and so it's not insulting their intelligence at all to just say that they're just a general audience member. Right. And yeah. sure, they can like it because they're just there to be entertained. Right. They're not and there to think. And they don't care about film as, a, as an art form. Yeah. Necessarily. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But I, I think, and I don't really know, but I would bet if I looked at the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie... That audiences and critics are going to be pretty low. I could see. I try not to look at reviews before I do my reviews, so I don't accidentally plagiarize someone else's thoughts. Because <laughs> I find that really hard. Anyway, thank you for listening. This is Cinematic Reviews. I hope you enjoyed this review that I did with my sister, Amanda. Or Thanks for letting me join. Ag, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, it's always fun to go see movies with her and get some some of her perspective and thoughts. It was a good night. Thanks. Later, all. See ya. Hey, everybody. Did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two Ts to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.